0: Welcome to the coolest episode of Be Well with Steph, the podcast we have ever recorded. If you are listening to this in real time, today is Monday, June 27th, 2022. And that makes today my five-year based anniversary. Super excited. And I'm extra excited to share this episode with you today because we've been doing this, my plant-based family series over the past few weeks. And we interviewed. Um, My sister, Sarah Elizabeth, we interviewed my mom, Sharon, we interviewed my dad, David. Well, today, we are all um, giggling our faces off sitting in the same room because we're going to do an episode together. How excited are you? Hey there, and welcome to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. This is the show for you if you believe that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal, and you're ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a little bit of coffee. I'm Steph, I'm your wellness and nutrition coach and your host, and I want to make it really clear, you're not expected to be or live perfectly here. Lord knows I don't. After battling diet culture and then learning to navigate the world of wellness culture myself, I know a few things are true. One, it doesn't have to be complicated to be effective. Two, you are capable of creating a lifestyle you love. And three, you have everything you need to start doing that today inside your own beautiful self. On this show, we'll talk about nourishing yourself, moving your body, Getting a good night's sleep, caring for your mental health, being in community, and maintaining day to day practices that make you feel good. I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a lifestyle of wellness that gives you the strength, energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. Okay, a couple of quick housekeeping things before we dive into today's uh, special guest interviews. And those are, first of all, you need to check the show notes for our um, three-day plant-based meal plan. If you've been listening to any of this and you're you're a little intrigued, your interest has been piqued, you can get three days of a sample meal plan, three breakfasts, three lunches, three dinners, including any needed recipes and the shopping list that goes with them for free in the show notes. So I really want to make sure that if you've even been like considering this or thinking about dabbling or just, um, you know, adding some more plant-based meals into your regular routine, be that for your health, for your energy level, for the animals, for the planet, for disease prevention, for weight management, for any reason, if you're like, hmm, maybe there's something to this and I want to give it a try, make sure you grab that three-day meal plan before you go anywhere. The next thing we definitely want to share with you is that we have recently made a connection with an organization in Buffalo called Big Big Table. Big Big Table is Buffalo's first community cafe. It's a not-for-profit that's mission is to provide meals to everyone. Healthy meals, eating out meals, the eating out experience, food made from local farms and from, you know, local sources and to share that culinary and healthy experience with all communities, with all people, regardless of their ability to pay for a going out meal. So when you go to Big Big Table, you can get lunch. Um, You could get an entree or side dishes or delicious desserts. And they always have a vegetarian or vegan option on the menu. So if you are a plant-based eater, there's food for you there too. And you have options for how you pay. You can either Pay via, uh, uh, via monetary donation. So they'll let you know what the typical cost of food is, what a typical donation is, or what you know, a little bit extra of a donation is. You also have the opportunity at that time to purchase like pay-ahead or pay it forward meal tokens for other people to be able to enjoy lunch. You can also Um, exchange meals at Big Big Table for some volunteer time. So if you're short on cash, but you got a couple hours where you could volunteer to clean up or wash dishes or bus tables or give a helping hand, you can do that in exchange for food. You can also exchange grocery items. So you could, um, maybe you have food in your pantry, something you picked up at the farmer's market or grew in your garden, you can bring that to Big Big Table in exchange for a delicious, healthy, home-cooked meal. And we're so excited... Beyond that, they're doing awesome outreach work. They're providing overflow groceries to um, local community members to pick up a grocery bag, no questions asked. They have partnerships with other um, local farms and companies and just could not be more excited to send you their way. So we just like to take this opportunity. If you're paying attention to us over here and anything that we might have to say – maybe jump over and pay a little bit of attention to them and the good that they're also doing in our community. That would really mean so much to us.
1: I, I would just like to add that the people that run it are just simply lovely people. And if you would like to know more about it personally from them, they are exceptionally happy to chat with you.
0: Yep, absolutely. Stop in. Um, you can tell them that we sent them if sent you if you want to um, grab some food and a good conversation. It, definitely worth an outing of your time, an hour of your time. So, with no further ado, let's dive into the interview here. Okay, we are going to do a bit of a round-robin, rapid-fire set of questions here. Just some fun stuff, maybe stuff we didn't cover in the last episode, or um, at the very least an opportunity for you to see how vastly different the four of us are. (laughs) So um, I'm just going to go through as many as we feel like we have time for, and we'll uh, take it from there, okay? So we'll start with Dad. Dad, what's your favorite game to play?
2: Wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Uh, Hide and go seek.
0: (laughs) For real? Rapid fire. That's
1: your answer. (laughs) Do you want a new answer?
2: No. Okay.
1: All right, Mom. Um, Physical game would be bocce, board game, or card game would be rummy. Okay. Sarah, what's your favorite game to play? I hate games. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs)
0: Okay, so Sarah doesn't like to play games. And I would say that my favorite game to play is uh, anything that's like a problem-solving game, like a um, like an escape room style thing or a puzzle thing where you could like put together clues. Um, yeah, those yeah. give me anxiety. I want to take my answer back. I like Fortnite. There, there we go. Okay, next question. Um, if you could eat only one... the rest of your life, what would it be, Mom?
1: Oh, gosh, I think I would have to say potatoes.
0: (laughs) All right, Mom's (laughs) going with potatoes. Sarah, one thing for the rest of your life, pasta. Pasta. I'm going to pick avocado toast. Dad, what are you going to pick?
2: I have a little guilt for always wanting pizza and tacos. Pizza taco. Taco pizza.
0: Taco pizza. (laughs) There it is. Okay, Um, your favorite... Fun food. I refuse to use the term junk food, and I'm going to use the term fun food. So, Sarah Elizabeth, what's your favorite fun food? Buffalo mac and cheese. It's fun pasta. Okay. Love that. Um, I have to give a quick disclaimer because I sound ridiculous. I let mom make up the questions for today's interview. <laughs> so it keeps getting to me, and I'm like, I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. <laughs> um, my favorite fun food? Um, the current favorite fun food is those spicy corn rolled corn tortilla chips from Trader Joe's. Um, I don't know what their name is other than like spicy rolled tortilla chips. I believe they're chili lime. Chili lime. Thank you. Dad.
2: There are so many fun foods to choose from. Do we have to only choose one? I would probably say the Trader Joe's jalapeno puffs.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah oh. Wicked good. Yeah. I might change my answer. Anything, dad and I have similar favorite fun food things, I think. Anything that's like spicy and crunchy, that would be the go-to. Or
2: taco and pizza Or
0: taco and pizza Or
2: pasta-y. Yeah. <laughs> or carb-based.
0: Okay, we just like to eat over here. All right, so your favorite vegetable. Hey. Oh, mom, sorry. I forgot what, who we started with. I'm so sorry. I didn't get to do my
1: favorite What's your favorite fun food? food? Um, I would say chips, also a form of potato. <laughs> right. <laughs> All the potato things. And you mean like straight up
0: potato chips.
1: Um yes, I do not eat them on a regular basis, but man, I can kill a whole bag of them. So yes, <laughs> <Okay>. potato chips.
0: <laughs> Got it. Um okay, we'll move on to vegetables. Your favorite vegetable. And I think it's my turn to go first. So I think I I mm-hmm. My favorite vegetable I think would be cauliflower. Not because I particularly love to eat cauliflower, but I love all of the things that you can turn cauliflower into. It's like a blank slate vegetable. So I guess I would say that. Also big fan of asparagus. Dad?
2: I think probably fresh artichokes. Just a Mm -hmm. steamed good artichoke. Maybe it's because of the association to special occasions, Mm -hmm. um, but definitely an artichoke. It's not an everyday food because of the out of season. Here in Buffalo, you can't get them. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's a fave
1: yeah mom i will have to agree with dad and say artichokes they are definitely a treat but also broccoli cauliflower asparagus i love them all (laughs) and potatoes she's fond of potatoes
3: sarah favorite vegetable i'm also gonna have to say fresh artichokes um but i'll also be different and say uh caramelized onions or is wait is garlic a vegetable Garlic a vegetable?
2: Uh, it's a tuber. It's
3: a yeah, enough. It's okay, up. if garlic yeah. if garlic is a vegetable, then then garlic beats all.
2: Also, your favorite cologne. <laughs>
0: True. <laughs> um, okay, so then favorite fruit, dad.
2: Uh not banana.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Anything but banana. Probably watermelon. Mm. Mhm. fan.
1: Um I will say avocado. But after avocado, definitely my regular staple is, amazingly enough, banana.
0: Yeah. Go ahead, Sarah.
3: Also not banana because I have a banana intolerance. Um, But definitely uh, strawberries. Big, fat, juicy, ripe, fresh strawberries. Yeah, Yeah, definitely
1: when they're in season. Absolutely.
0: Oh, but also fresh pineapple.
1: Um, None of those are my favorite. So,
0: well, avocado, but like that's not what I... You're you are correct. Avocado is a fruit, so therefore I should say that that's my answer. But I'm thinking about like the non like the watery kind, not the it's non good. non fatty fruit. And I suppose um, I really like um, raspberries when they're good. Love raspberries, and also frozen cherries are like my obsession. I could eat frozen cherries like a snack.
2: It's like. not really fair because because in Western New York you don't get fresh. fruit the way the rest of the country does. Mm-hmm. We have apples, we have strawberries, but, you know... We get them for like
0: a minute. We get them right, for a very short right, season. Right, yes. We
2: have to tolerate the transportation. That's why I'm not sure we ever had a great pineapple.
1: Right, probably not.
2: Probably not. Yeah. I'm sorry, what were you going to say?
1: I was just going to say I really wish I loved raspberries, and I just don't. I, to. <laughs> I to. I keep trying, and I just don't.
0: If anybody watched Mom and me cook breakfast together um, on... <laughs> My Instagram live the week after her podcast episode. If not, you can go back; it's still on there. Um, I brought raz- raspberries to put with breakfast, and she's like, "Great! You know, they look beautiful and great idea. Berries are a great addition." And we're eating breakfast, and she's like, "I just do not like these." I'm like, "I had no idea, uh, no idea." Okay, um, whose turn is it to go first? Sarah. Sarah? Dad oh. went last. Okay, mom. Favorite pizza topping. <gasps>
1: Would I be redundant if I said potato? <laughs> <laughs> I really love potato on my pizza, but if I had to do something else, I think it would be artichokes or broccoli. Good one. Sarah? Cheese, mm.
3: and also buffalo things, and also garlic, and also onions.
0: We're doing very well with this one quick answer thing, <laughs> you guys, this is going great. We like our food combos. Yeah, I know, it's so, all oh, food questions, that's why. Um, I Yeah, I would've been shocked if you didn't say garlic.
3: Have you ever had a pizza from like Blaze Pizza or something where they just toss like a handful, like handfuls of whole roasted garlic cloves on your pizza? That would give me a hard Every attack. little, every single butt you have just has literal entire cloves of roasted garlic, and it's heavenly.
0: That,
1: that is sounds delicious.
0: A dream for you. They'll do it. Like we go to, I go to 99 Brick Oven all the time. By all the time, I mean like once a month. It's not really all the time. But do I go? Cool? Yeah, besides the point, I go there often. (laughs) It's one of my go-to, go-to spots, and I love to order their vegetarian pizza without. No, I lied. I used to get that. Now I will get their white pizza, which comes with the onions and tomatoes on it, no cheese, fresh garlic, and then the arugula on top. Mm. Tomatoes on pizza—that's my go-to. So creamy. So yeah, those are my toppings. Dad, your turn.
2: I think we're gonna have to have a whole podcast on. Pizza, because I think it's inappropriate to say, what's your favorite topping on pizza? Yeah. We have a brick oven in our backyard to cook pizza, Mm -hmm. so it would be, what is your favorite pizza? Mm -hmm. It's inappropriate for me to say, oh, I like hot dogs on my pizza, because I don't. Mm -hmm. But baked beans, hot dogs, and tater tots, a family, (laughs) that's a family fave, right? If we say-
1: Shh, you're giving away our secret.
2: Well, but we also do spaghetti and meatball Mm -hmm. with a garlic crust. Again- We veganize it, Mm -hmm. but it's a go-to. It's delicious. Let us not discount the Reuben pizza. Again, rye Mm -hmm. crust, family favorite toppings. Mm -hmm. So to say what's your favorite topping? Yeah, it doesn't happen.
0: So next question is, do you prefer to eat in or eat out? Sarah, usually out. I would also say out. Dad?
2: Always in. Your mother is a superior cook. I don't mm-hmm. want to go out and have someone cook food I don't like. At home we can tweak it the way that we want it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely and mm-hmm. and it's half the price. Yeah,
1: mom. I am most definitely home. I like to know what I'm putting in my food and what we're eating, but you know, every once in a great while it's a special treat. Mm-hmm. But I also have a difficult time finding things, you know, with my dietary needs that I can eat, so sometimes going out is stressful.
0: Mhm. Yeah. For me, it's like the absence of stress because I don't have to do anything. Right. Except
1: show up. And I think that's how most people feel too. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, maybe that's why I like to eat at home. Right. I, I was yeah. going to say,
0: yeah.
3: I
2: guess somebody else cooking.
0: Uh-huh. Hmm. Right. right. Okay. Yeah.
3: Um, cooking is a chore. It's something that I have to do, not something that I really want to do, even though I'm actually really good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and eating out, you just always get something different.
1: I would like to second that. Sarah Elizabeth is an exceptional cook.
0: Hmm. Okay, I don't. You're not going to be able to hear this on the podcast, but I feel like I have to tell you that Cha Cha is whining so badly at the door right now because the four of us are in here having a marvelous time, and the baby just wants to come in. It's the most pathetic sound you ever heard. Okay, um, for something completely different or off the topic of food, if you could travel to anywhere in the world, where would it be?
2: Okay, Sharon, on three. One, two, three. Tuscany, you know? <laughs> We're going different vacations. I,
1: I, would, I You said you started to go, t- and I got nervous. I was going to say Italy, so okay. yes, we are on the same page. <laughs> Our dream vacation is to rent a home and walk the streets and pick out all of the beautiful foods from the vendors and go home and cook the Italian meal ourselves.
2: And we hope this trip is sponsored by Butler's Soy Curls. <laughs> Not your father's soy. <laughs>
0: he, he was convinced he was going to work a soy curl ad into this. Um, we are not affiliated. Um, Butler, if you ever hear this, we would love to be. So you can definitely um, send an email to Steph at bewellwithstuff.com. We'll get some Butler Soy Curl sponsorship here. I think that's a great idea. Um, I want to come to Italy with you also, but then I'm just going to leave you to do your thing, and I'm going to go out to eat. So, I mean, I love your cooking, but like, I would like to also experience, like, the restaurant scene.
1: I would like to do that for a meal or two. I, I definitely mm-hmm. would, but I also they have like cooked food on the streets that mm-hmm. I think I would like to be able to sample, but I really just want to be able to bring home the beautiful abundance that they have mm-hmm. and and cook it in our beautiful rented home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I I want to go to Greece. That's my
0: number 1, I think, and I don't know why other than the fact that I think it's just absolutely beautiful and that is just what I want mm, to experience there beautiful um sarah where are you going london for something completely
3: different
1: (laughs) uh yeah you've always said that Mm -hmm. why why sarah why london
3: um it's one of the richest uh, music cities in the world especially zoning in on rock and roll history and indie history everything from the beatles to mumford and sons came out of london and manchester um I'm a city person, the city is beautiful, and it's just one of the one of the most interesting music cities in the world to me.
2: Don't you have a concern with the language barrier
0: <laughs> i think i'll I think I'll make it.
3: I
1: have no doubt that you will get there
0: I want to add also though that I really want to go to l a why that too um because you know the way that they're like four hours behind us they're also like four 15 years ahead of us in everything else oh yeah so i just want to be where things are like happening first yeah and i just i don't know i want this that's like an extreme cultural difference from where we live but it's also in our own country like i just want to go there um okay so next question um favorite place so if we're (laughs) seeing how we're not going anywhere right now favorite place in buffalo or western new york Sarah. That is a
3: very broad
0: question. What are we talking here? Like if if it was like, oh, you have a free Saturday. You can go anywhere in Western New York you'd like today. Where are you going to go? I legitimately don't know how to answer that question. Do you have like a collection of places or a type of place you
3: would say? Um, I'm in music venues around Buffalo um, several days a week. I think that's a tough question to answer because I think I... What about a non-music venue or place? I can't answer this question. Next.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I was going to complain. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah pulled a skip card.
0: I was going to complain about that, but I also don't know my answer. Um, Do you want us to go now? I... Mm, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just going to like pick one. So someplace in Buffalo or Western New York, there are varying... Answers to this, Agreed. I suppose. I would partially like to pick something classic like Shays. I'd like to just pick something that is iconic to Buffalo and also interesting to me to like go and see a show. So maybe I'll just stick with it. I won't complicate things. I'm just going to pick my first gut answer. Um, I'm going go to go Shays. Right? Dad.
2: I think we all agree our love for the waterfront,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? We love to just go down. We're on the shores of Lake Erie. We live. You know, far enough away that it's a treat to get there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess probably anywhere on the waterfront just yeah. to, to see boats and mm-hmm. seagulls.
1: <laughs> okay, it's going to get boring because Dad and I have very similar answers. <laughs> but I will start with... Potato. I, I, <laughs> right. <laughs> I will start with wherever I go, I will take some form of potato with me. <laughs> but I always, always want to be at Fawn Lake. But in the city, I definitely love to be at the marina, at the Outer Harbor. And we've been doing that since the kids were little. And it is great memories and just a beautiful, beautiful place to be.
0: Um, your favorite um, type of book to read, which I think is... Never mind. I'm not going to give my two cents. Um, (laughs) Actually, mom, go ahead. You go first. Okay.
1: (laughs) Mom, what's your favorite kind of book to read? Okay. Mostly cookbooks. Mm -hmm. After that, I love historical fiction, biographies, and poetry.
3: Beautiful. Sarah, young adult fantasy and science fiction.
0: Also a big fan of the young adult fiction. And it's just because you can like tear through it easier right it's like less work to consume it so
3: yeah and also probably because i stopped like really deep diving into novel reading by the time i hit college because then reading became something i had to do and Mm -hmm. not something that i did for fun um and by the time i hit that point by the time i was 18 like all i was really reading novel wise was young adult fantasy and science fiction that's Mm -hmm. what i grew up reading um so now that's still what i'm drawn to like if i'm reading about books, or are going to pick up a book. Like that's always what I'm going to. Yeah.
2: Harry
0: Potter, Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, we're the product of the Harry Potter generation. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think, I mean, the listeners know that, know what I read. Cause I, I read a lot of, um, like personal development style stuff and things that are about the topics that I talk to you guys about so things like um everything is figure outable and the atomic habits and tiny habits and all that all that stuff a lot of like uh personal or habit formation self-help type things I guess I'm really into when it comes to reading for fun um I still read those when I try to read something else I really I will read like fantasy stuff but it can't it can't have like a ton of names that I can't pronounce because then I immediately forget who all those characters and places are and I can't keep track of the story so it can't be that um honestly what I like to read is like very cheesy realistic fiction like the story about the random nanny who lives in New York City or whatever like that's what I will read for fun because it's just kind of like easy to consume you always have yeah it's like an escape type book then which actually I need to go to the library if anybody wants to go dad what do you read
2: so I was never motivated to read when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And then um, I went through that stage where I think a lot of, of men go through and we say, oh, you know, I don't read novels. I read a lot of nonfiction articles in magazines. Right. Um, I
3: actually do read that more than I read novels at this point.
2: I think because a short read is an easy read. And mm-hmm. if you're looking for a distraction then that that's not television, then that's appropriate. But I think one of you guys gave me a Kindle mm-hmm. for for a gift one time. And for me, what I started to read... And what really turned the switch on for me was what whatever was free mm-hmm. on, on the on the internet, and so I read all the classic novels first. Mm-hmm. I read back to back *War and Peace* and um, all you know *Frankenstein* and *Dracula* right, like and *Tale and of yeah, Two I City*.
0: *Tale of Two Cities* and *Moby the, Dick*. *Moby and Dick*. Dick. All that stuff, I, read,
2: yeah. I read *War and Peace* and *Moby Dick* back to back. *Moby Dick* the worst novel ever written. (laughs) It is not a story about a man chasing a whale. It's a story about whales and a man. Encyclopedic nonsense. Um, War and Peace, on the other hand, a a fine novel. Um, Three Men in a Boat, but, um, you know, Knights of the Round Table, Mm -hmm. that type of thing. I like the fantasy stuff. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really hold it for me. Mm -hmm. But a classic, anything Steinbeck. Mm -hmm. incredible just incredible
0: I went through a phase like that East of Eden I've not uh, so I tried to read East of Eden but it was a long time ago and I think I might have to like I'd have to retry that I went through a phase with historical fiction as well by a phase I mean like 15 years of my life but things like Pride and Prejudice Pride and Prejudice is still probably my favorite book of all time and movie yeah just so good
1: yeah Mm. nobody nobody reads poetry um I, I love me a good Robert Frost
0: yeah. I like to watch poets on the internet, like poets who record reels. That's like my favorite Who wrote thing. Where
2: the Sidewalk Guns? Shell, Shell Silver Yeah, that's poetry. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> really?
2: No. <laughs>
1: Two roads diverged.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frost is, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's good. Um, okay. So that's favorite type of book to read. Favorite m- type of movie to watch. Favorite movie genre. Um, mom. Romantic
1: comedy, for sure. And sometimes drama. I really, I really like drama.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, same as my book answer, probably like, you know, the Harry Potter generation, Mm -hmm. Um, Harry Potter, Star Wars, that kind of thing. Um, Marvel, big Marvel person. Um, But I never thought I'd say this, but as I get older, I'm more and more into documentaries and docu-series.
1: That does not surprise me about you at all. I like You like
0: facts. I don't like to watch a lot of movies. That's like terrible. It's really hard to suck me into a movie. I do much better with like TV series because I think my attention span just does better with things in shorter segments, which is funny because it'll be like, instead of watching this two-hour movie, please just watch six 40-minute episodes. And I'm like, sure, that's manageable. I definitely prefer that. Yeah, I'm better at watching TV than I am at watching movies. But I guess movies, I would say I will watch... I prefer to watch anything other than drama because I don't like to, like, be mm-hmm. sad mm-hmm. in movies or anything like that. Like, I like to be entertained. So I will watch action. They're not all sad. I will watch action. I will watch uh, media romantic comedy. Um, I will watch the Marvel and fantasy stuff and whatever. Not Star Wars, but anything other than Star Wars and drama. Well, That's are you my watching a
1: TV series now?
0: Um... Well, <laughs> Sarah and I Sarah and I are working our way through you explain it.
3: The Arrowverse. Yeah. So that's the DC comics CW series. That's multiple series that all cross over. So Arrow is our particular favorite, but it crosses over with The Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. It also crosses over with Supergirl, but that show is kind of trash. So we're just really alternating uh those three. We haven't actually gotten to Legends yet. So we just like
0: Arrow. Yeah,
3: no, I love the Flash. No, too. I
0: suffer through the Flash so that I can watch. The Okay, it well, I love Arrow. the Flash
3: because it's very integral to the storyline. Um, so right now we're in an Arrow Flash Arrow Flash crossover marathon.
0: It's real nerdy around here. Don't you want to know what we're watching? you will welcome. Yes. So
3: what are you watching?
1: <laughs> we are obsessed with Madam Secretary because we can't get West Wing. Or
2: why can't? Why are we watching West Wing? <laughs> they took it off whatever streaming platform was. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. So Madam Secretary is the next best thing.
0: West Wing was considered is considered a drama, and I did love that show. Right, but that's right. because I think you're you're right. That is not like a sad type one. It's a yeah, uh, it clever, a, like clever shows, well written. Yes, yeah,
2: yeah. and well acted. Right.
1: Right,
0: They're like a stellar
2: cast in that yeah. show. Yeah, sure. the, the actors yeah. on West Wing were way better than the ones on
0: Madam Secretary. <laughs> well, it's like you hit the B list. Uh, okay, there is a question here at the end. Don't but, I
2: get? Don't I get? Oh to my talk gosh! Yes,
0: and you can not go last next time.
2: Anything with Butler's soy curls. <laughs> Butler's soy curls. Not your father. No. Um. Uh. So I like anything. I like anything post 1950 and pre 1970. So from the 50s to 70s, because I think there's a lot of, oh, of oh, I right. So okay. there's a lot of th- movies out there that that are either they film with too much garbage or um, it, it's just nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. So these classic movies, uh, but a huge spaghetti western fan, all spaghetti the spaghetti western, all the Clint Eastwood movies filmed in the late 60s that were filmed. They call them spaghetti westerns because they were filmed in Italy. So it's A fistful of dollars, a few dollars more, two mules for Sister Sarah, hang them high, the good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah, these are all like like in John Wayne movies, right? So even when they try and remake a a John Wayne movie like True Grit, it doesn't hold up. You've got to have the scenery and the, you've got these original actors doing their own stunts and the horses. I mean, it's just this beautiful thing that's going on. And the pasta. and the pasta. Yeah. And no bananas.
1: And you can't watch movies pre that because we tried watching movies from the 40s and they cannot act.
2: <laughs> it wasn't even that. We, so we had, we had a, a rainy cold night the other night and I grabbed a bunch of DVDs out of just random. And one of them was the Maltese Falcon.
0: Whoa.
2: Whoa, yeah, right? This classic <laughs> yeah. Ionic film. Yeah. It can stay in the box. It just, Humphrey <laughs> Bogart just did not do it for me. And it's so the, funny because they're like, they're the icons. No. Like, we
1: thought it was going to be like this fantastic movie night.
2: Yeah, yeah. like, uh, and, and, you know, it's a time gone past where it's, you know, hey, sweetheart, bring me a drink. What is that? Not? What is that? I don't <laughs> yeah, want that. That's right? true. Like, there's it's, such. Right? cultural but, discrepancies there. But then you flash forward a little bit and you get into breakfast at Tiffany's yeah. and it's an iconic movie that we quote all the time. We've all seen it a ton. That's my yeah, hand- one of the best movies. Hands right. down my favorite movie is because right. of Tiffany's.
0: Because yeah. yeah. of the cat. Okay, we got one more question, my friends. If you could have a conversation with one person,
1: who would it be? Dun, dun, dun.
0: Sarah. Hmm. I am not good at this game. Um it doesn't it's not it doesn't have to be like an answer you like stand by and die by. It could just be like right, right now what comes right, to mind.
3: Right now, my it was probably would change and probably even a year or two ago would have been a different answer. Right now I'm gonna say Phoebe Bridgers. Mm-hmm. Um, because she is whose musical career I am currently trying to model my own after.
0: Mm-hmm. Fair. Uh I'm gonna pick Oprah Winfrey because crickets i don't know why she's incredibly because Because oprah (laughs) because right she's oprah like no oprah has gone where no woman has gone before over and over and over again from nothing to what like a tremendous success and influence she has had and i want to like pick her brain and hear her story and learn those lessons like i'm yeah 100% would pick oprah
1: can i come (laughs) <laughs> well it depends what's your answer yeah, my answer is not Oprah who'd you pick um, I, I'm going to pick my mom I wish I could have a conversation with her because I have unanswered questions and family history that I can't remember and just a lot of things that I still feel like I need to say to her so I wish I could have a conversation with my mom
3: that's a great answer can I come to
0: that one too I was going to say can I come
1: absolutely
2: I still talk to your grandma, mom
1: grandma <laughs> loved you Hmm. Sometimes I think grandma loved being with you more than she loved being with me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, isn't it the grandchild <laughs> syndrome? Yes, That's no, the thing. My mom was great. I've seen the way you just keep treats in your pocket for my dog. So one can only imagine. <laughs> uh, Dad.
2: It's interesting because I, I first thought Carol Shelby was a car designer shelby mustang right mm-hmm. shelby cobra and then i thought enzo ferrari but the thick italian accent but he did say that the jaguar was the most beautiful car I've ever built so i'm curious about that mm-hmm. and then as you all spoke it completely wiped out <laughs> and i'm and i want mom to go first i didn't want to steal hers mm-hmm. very very clearly mother Teresa. <gasps> <gasps> yes right yes. so not that your mom isn't a great choice right? <laughs> mom, but i love mother but
1: Teresa. there's
2: there's She'd be a, like, yeah, pick her. Right? Yeah. When we talk about our food journeys and we talk about how we've all changed and what we're doing and what Mother Teresa did and her desire, she wanted to, to feed and take care of the poor, mm-hmm. right? And so nice. here we are all... That's why I love Dan. Well, here we are all... <laughs> plus, he's ruggedly handsome. Um, yeah. Plus, you know, so just her whole journey, which was completely different than the way we are spoiled we're choosing our favorite foods Mm -hmm. and she was just choosing food Mm -hmm. so that's it
1: yeah yeah that was a good choice thanks
0: well uh yeah good thing that was the last question on the list (laughs) because i don't know what we're doing after that um is there anything that anybody like had thought of that you don't have to you can say no if you're good but I just, I know you've listened back to your own episodes and stuff like that. I didn't know if there was anything anybody wanted to say or an addendum or something they forgot. And if you're feeling like comfortable, you can just be like, no, I'm good. But I didn't know if there was anything. I'm good. But thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thanks for taking all this time to talk with me. Thanks for having us in my studio. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> anytime.
2: It's fun. I think that we should do this more often. And the hilarity was before we started recording. So I think this should be like our little. You know, every couple weeks we get together and just do something stupid in front of microphones. (laughs)
1: Right. It's great. Uh, Mom? Um, I didn't really forget anything, but I do want to congratulate Stephanie. She bought her building three years ago this week, and we couldn't be more proud of her. And the adventures are ongoing, and the hard work that she does is insane. You guys don't all see the behind the scenes, but she is an incredibly hardworking, strong, caring, kind person. And I'm sure you do get some of that, but I just want to say congratulations. Thanks. We're we're glad that you bought the building. I'll second that.
0: (laughs) Thanks. Appreciate it. And thank you guys for being here and doing this with me. I haven't shared a lot of my story of my like beginning story and origin days of doing all of this. Um, and I'm, I may still a little bit over the next few weeks and I'm going to be putting together, um, one blog post. So I'm going to, I'm going to write the blog. If you don't know, I have like the world's most amazing assistant, Elisa, like I do not pay you enough and I love you. And, um, (laughs) she usually puts the blog post together after the podcast, but I'm going to put this one together and, um, kind of share with you some of my story in there and then link back to everybody's episodes so that you can continue to read. And I'd love, you know, if any of this was interesting or inspiring to you, um, whether the plant-based journey or the family journey or connecting with Big Big Table or any of those things spoke to you, I would love if you'd then go out and give this a share, share it with a friend, say, hey, this is something, you know, kind of different or interesting that's going on. And maybe it can help to reach and inspire other people out there. That's kind of what this is all about so thank you guys for celebrating with us thank you thank you
2: thank, for you. thank you for having us
0: thank you and thank you for listening and spending your time with us so so grateful and um, I'll be back here again next week and every Monday for the foreseeable future so take care of you guys thinking of you and be well Thank you so much for listening to Be Well With Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to bewellwithstuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well with Steph everywhere you like to hang out on social media. So come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well.